Let that shit ride a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Bang. Fuck yeah. Hold on, it might play again. There you go. That's how uh that's how to start a podcast. Man, that's man. how you come in, man. That's right. That's how the fuck you come in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another fine edition of this Friday night in the paint. Um, join with me as always. We have Mario. What's up, man? What's up? We got Alex. Hey. How you guys been? How's uh how's the week been? How's Morel in uh in Mario Land? It's been all right, man. Just getting a lot of honestly, this week's been like my adulting week. What do you mean by adulting week? Just getting all the household shit done. Nice. Trying to be trying to be an adult. Getting productive. <laughs> Staying productive. Staying productive. Getting getting the house stuff together. Chores and whatnot. Nothing exciting to report in Mario Land. Alex? I've been uh just maintaining during the quarantine. It's been a little bit of a struggle for me, but we're getting through it. What are you struggling with? You alright? I'm just bored. You know, nothing crazy. I'm usually yeah. bored anyway, but I'm just extra bored now, and I can't do anything that I want to do. So, yeah, man. Yeah, it's definitely a bummer. That's why, uh, you know, tonight I really wanted to do something not different, but just, uh, I guess, stay consistent. And uh, you know, shout out to you guys for fucking making that happen. You know, doing a little cover set. Shit was fun. Um, yeah, man, my week fucking, I don't know. That's probably the biggest thing I got accomplished was <laughs> like piecing that song together. That was, that was, yeah, when you showed me that, I'm like, all right, man, you're on to something. On to something. <laughs> yeah, man. We could, we could do cool like uh, film scores if, if our music career doesn't work out. <laughs> Just play over like theme songs and shit. Um, I have a video recorder for that. Um, I showed you guys, man. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. There's a, there's a lot of things that, uh, you know, through quarantine that, you know, I've been learning like crazy that I would never have learned, you know. So shout out to uh, technology, I guess. I don't know. Um, today's episode, we're going to be uh, we're going to be going over a wide variety of things like the Internet, like, you know, live streaming and, um, you know, what's going on in the world. So. Um, I guess, you know, to jump off right to it, man, uh, you know, birds this Sunday, we have a live stream, you know, yeah. that's going to be awesome. Um, going to give an in-game analysis of the Eagles potentially falling to O and three guys, uh, leave the floor open at that. What's your thoughts? I can't stress this enough. It's week three, but this is a must win game. And We'll get more into it on Sunday, but yeah, yeah um, something's got to change, man. Yeah, offense has got to figure it out. The defense, oh man, last week was brutal. But um, yeah, we'll get more into that on Sunday. But yeah, man, like sure. can't fall to zero and three at all, dude. Can't especially and, and, Cincinnati. And this, yeah, and this is one of those games where any other year I would say, all right, we're gonna turn the season around against Cincinnati. Joe Burrow looks pretty good, man. He put up, uh, I believe, what almost was it, four hundred yards? Even if his weekend? team's not good around him, he, he he can make some plays. So that that's uh, definitely you know, not not a gimme, not a gimme anymore. 
No, man. Um, you know, back on this show a few weeks ago, before the season started, I was on here, and we were all on here, matter of fact, uh, you know, praising the Eagles, saying how they were going to come out on top against the Washington uh, squad. So, um, <laughs> you know, we were wrong about that. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, dude, honestly, going in after that game, I mean, it, it was kind of, for me, like... Uh, you know, kind of bizarre, but um, we have a whole other show debate or talking about that. But yeah, man, like like you said, dude, it it, it is a must win game this week. Um, I don't know what has to change because from week one to week two, our offensive line was terrible, and then week two, our defense was terrible. So I don't know what have, what has to change, honestly. But something has to change. Um, you know, the the Cowboys pulled off a, a crazy fucking. Oh my win. god! Okay, can we can we? Oh, we can. Can we can we get into Atlanta for a second? We can get into Atlanta for All right, a few. Come on. Oh. See, the, my whole what thing a, on what the- a kick in the dick after an already terrible Sunday. You had to watch the Eagles come out absolutely awful, pitiful, get dominated by the Rams, dominated. Just Carson Wentz is inaccurate. Just looks, you know, defense looks terrible. And then you got to sit there and go, all right, look, rough couple of weeks. NFC East is wide open. Everybody else is going to lose this week. Look, we're looking all right. Yeah. Then you change the channel, and you watch that onside kick. With four... Well, no, no. You change the channel well, you with change four the minutes and you left. Watch, and then four you minutes. watch them march down the field, and yep. then you watch that onside kick, and then you just like... No. Damn. This is how today's going to be? <laughs> Dude, it was bad. And then, yeah, shortly after that, the uh, the Phillies lost, too. Uh, and they uh, stink, dude. They're so bad. Yeah. Bullpen. Brutal. I want yeah, so bad. Brutal. I wonder what the, I haven't checked the race. I'll have to uh I, I could probably pull that up too. Um to see what the race is on the Phillies. Um They're bad too because they're quitters like they Oh, I know they just lost. They're crying about how like they're not winning and they're tired and it's like, dude, you guys played not even 60 games this year. Like, right. Tired. You get paid $300 million. Yeah. Like, get the That's fuck another out organization, of here. man. Like, I think Clintac's got to go. Yeah, he's horrible. Yeah. He's brutal. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's a 60 game season, man. You have to literally go out there, you know, every day and act as if it was a playoff game, you know? Um, but yeah, going back to that onside kick, dude. You know, I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, there's no way. Before they kicked it, there's no way in hell. Dude, no, how often do it. onside kicks happen? Especially nowadays in the NFL, not often. Very slim to none. And then Atlanta. I can pull up the, stati- the statistics if you would like me to. And then the, the 2016 Falcons came back out. And then the 2000. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, absolutely, man. Wow, um, what, what a just awful. I mean, that's just. How, how could you watch. And if you're the Falcons, you know, um, return team, how are you just standing there? Watching ten the yards, ball. The ball's 10 yards up the field. How are you watching that? Like, uh, jump jump on it, man. Come on. And I know, like, going through your head, you're probably like, all right, like, if I dive on this and miss, they're going to they're gonna scoop it up anyway. But they're going to scoop it up anyway. See what I th- what I think happened what went through that kid's mind. I I still don't know his name. He's number seventeen though, um, because a game like that is a is a game where it makes a difference down the season where. 
that should have been a loss and the Dallas should be going to with us, but whatever. It's not about a game of if or whens or whatever. It's about a game right. what happens. It's literally, you know, it's a confidence num- builder for them for sure. It's literally exactly. It's and now game, they're yeah. they're riding momentum. It's a Dallas. game that they had no business winning. No. Came back and won it. And like you said, down the road. And now I'm worried because down the road in the stretch run, if we're a game within a game of each other, that could be the game. Well, they squeaked one out in Atlanta. You lost to Washington. Right. Okay, you lost to the Rams. Fair. Fair. But you, the way you lost to me is unacceptable. It's not. No. But at the beginning of the season, if you told me you were going to lose to the Rams, I would have thought it was going to be like a shootout. But okay. Or at least more competitive than right. What it was. But okay. But you lost to Washington. And and then it just makes you think like, are we just a bad football team? Yeah. And it's like, we this this game coming up is gonna make or break everything. Yeah. There's, Especially because it's a hard schedule coming up too. There's it's a hard we got a hard schedule coming up. Um, what I want to say is though number seventeen yeah on the Falcons he was just standing there watching that ball, and I think what was going through his mind though is. He probably didn't think he could touch the ball after ten yards, like it, it like you know he might have got the rule. He had that like J.R. Smith moment where J.R. Oh, Smith yeah. like forgot and like, how was, to play. What yeah. the f- <laughs> right right? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Yeah, but um, I don't know that, or maybe you didn't think it went ten yards, or like I said, maybe well, th- how? Right, yeah, how? Right, right. Like. And it's like bizarre. I said, even if you dive on it and miss, and they recover it anyway, well, they were going to recover it anyway. Like, well, you got to make the play. The Just de- make the play. The defense can touch the or the receiving team can touch the ball. If the kicker kicked it a yard, just one yard, they could run up and and touch the ball and pick it up and and I think even advance it. The ball doesn't have to go ten yards for the receiving team. It has to go it for the kicking team. Right. And I think that's where he got screwed up. Right. He probably had it backwards. Right. Right. But yeah, man, it, it, it's a tough schedule moving forward, and 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 this is a big game, um, for a lot of reasons, man. Um, a big reason too is because everyone in Philly and the South Jersey area is on uh, my boy. I'll call him number eleven, Carson Wentz, and I feel like he's in the hot seat. I feel like Carson Wentz is in the hot seat, and I feel like he he shouldn't be. Um, maybe it might be an unpopular you know opinion, but. You know what I mean, man? It's you got you you have what you have around you. You know what I mean? Now he can make them better, but I believe if we had a better offensive line, he probably would make us a little better. Now last week kind of had me doubting that because you know the offensive line played pretty well. Yeah, so. they got they got a scheme issue. That's I agree that Carson's I, not I think the problem. A scheme issue too. Yeah, I mean, Doug. Right. Yeah. It's a combination yeah. of everything. I mean, Doug Peterson, who honestly I've liked his play calling overall from when he started as a head coach. Yeah, he's just that aggressive. But over, but over the past couple of years, it he he hasn't had that like creativeness to his play calling. Yep. Um, and the. The taking chances, going for it on fourth downs, more of like a desperation move than it is like a statement. Asserting yourself, yeah. and you know, hey, we got momentum on this drive. Let's right. just we can four, beat. It's you. fourth and one. Let's go. You know, push forward that one yard and just keep driving and you know, right. ram it down their throat. It's 
more of like you know fuck we're, we're gonna lose we're in a we hole <laughs> yeah it's fourth and three all right we got no choice let's just try it right and i don't know i mean and you know carson wentz he's been inaccurate i mean the past two weeks he's, there, yeah he's, there is inaccuracy there's been a lot of overthrows uh, yeah. i mean it's been a lot of standing in the pocket um holding the ball too long really not throwing it away and taking sacks and taking hits and um, there's, like I said, it's a comp and then the offensive line, you know, is already a patchwork offensive line as it is. Yeah. I mean, hell, we lost two starters in the season before the season even started. Right. Um, and you know, with, with Brooks and Dillard and like that, you know, that, that combination of the three is just why the offense is completely sputtering. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, there's no. There's really, there's really been no creativity as far as like stretching the field. Yeah, like I mean, that, yeah. When you're dinking and dunking, it's just it doesn't. Eventually, defenses are just gonna stack the box. They're gonna blitz. They're gonna, they're just gonna crowd the line of scrimmage and. They know what the fuck you're doing. They know what's coming. Right. And, um, they just yeah, it's tough. I mean, and the running backs, obviously, you know. Miles Sanders, you know, is going to be the guy. But, like, even, you know, with Boston Scott and Corey Clement, there's not really any backs on the team that are good at picking up um, blitzes. I mean, that's an issue. I mean, it's not something that's like. I think Sanders. I think Sanders is the best, but you're he's right. the best of the three. I agree. He's not. He so like there, we, there's no Brian Westbrook level like right, pick up a blocker right, type right, of guy. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and another big big thing with uh, with our backs is we don't have a back that can punch you in the mouth. Well, you know like what that, I mean? that's Doug Peterson too, because if if you know that you don't have a running back that can pick up a block, you, you, all you have to do is throw yourself in a formation with a fullback and put Dallas or Goddard. Well, that's or, a tough or, and Dallas Goddard. They'll yeah. never do that. Well, that's they'll the problem. Is one a lot of offenses right. don't even have fullbacks anymore. Right, well, that's yeah. why I'm saying and, they'll put Dallas and, Goddard there. Right, like, I, I agree ne- with that. They'll yeah. never fucking do it, and it's the only no. he's the and great blocker. He's a great like blocker. it would make perfect sense, yep. and it won't happen. It's yep. like, dude, common sense ideas that make the team better. Like, right, they need to be in the offense and help. And, and, and we and yeah. we talked about this a little bit before with um, I agree you know, with, with Jordan Howard. I mean, it's it's a shame because last year, yeah, Jordan, you, you had that back that. It's getting five yards. Could fall there. forward yeah. and pick up three yards. Right. And he was that, you know, pounded up the middle, like, kind of like run through the defense where Sanders was, you know. Right. Going to blow quick by cut, you. Quick yeah. cut move, get to the second level. Like, you had a good one-two tandem. And unfortunately, with Howard not staying healthy when he was here, and then Sanders kind of becoming the guy that he was supposed to be. Because if you remember, in the first couple of weeks, Sanders kind of struggled. And then all of a sudden, he just kind of took off. What, last year? Last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he became the guy, I mean, it kind of made Jordan Howard expendable. At that point, you don't, right. want, to, you don't want to pay, you know. Yeah, why Even the though fuck he's young, he's, like still, he's still, he's 20, still he's like 26, 26 27, I think. yeah. Right. But, you know, at that point, a running back shelf life is only a few years anyway. If he's not healthy. Three to five. Yeah. I mean, it's like three to five years max. Yep. Yeah. Um, Which is crazy. And it's you, a shame because that, that would have been that one-two punch. Right. Well, you you remember the days of like uh, Jamal Lewis and Eddie George and yeah, like dude, that's the football we grew up watching. Yeah. Right, right, and dude, those guys, you know, would come at you and just smack you in the mouth. Like 
what what's really mind-boggling to me is the transformation not of the game because the game's going to evolve over time you know but the tra- the transformation of certain positions and you know how like wide receivers right now there's a dime a dozen wide receivers you could you know what i mean it just so happens I mean, that hell, the eagle only the eagles only have one I was saying, hell in the nfl the tight ends are like receivers at this yeah, point yeah yeah right. every team has their all-stars guy they throw to whether it's their tight end or receiver like but someone's got a big name our guy our all-star guy is in fact miles sanders who who's our all-star guy at wideout jalen rager he had i mean now he's Jackson. he gets and, hurt and, right and, and they got him on a pitch count which ain't helping they got him either on a pitch count uh jeffrey's hurt uh we don't know what he's gonna do when he, he comes did back. Just go back to practice at least thank god but did he i don't know he he I think they told, I think they said his timetable was still like October at best. Octo- right, right. That's what I heard. So they next need month, him, even best. if he's not as good as he used to be, they still need they, him. They need somebody who could catch the ball. But yeah. is it going to be another thing where he's on a pitch count and Jackson's on a pitch count? So it's like, what oh, are we really doing? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're going to pull the same thing that they pull with Jackson. They're going to they're, they're going to limit his snaps. They're going to you know. And at that point, like you said, like it's not doing us any good at this point. One thing I noticed last weekend, um, and now I hope this changes uh, for this coming week, but Zach Ertz, uh, he wasn't involved in the offense as much as he should be. And he is that guy. He is that guy for us, that all-star, the, the guy who has the hands, man. You know what I mean? Like, why aren't we force-feeding him the ball? You know what I mean? Yeah, especially are, are teams just the break like holding him down like that much. I mean, I I think what it comes down to, I mean, it, again, it comes back to play calling and scheme. I mean, the Eagles' offense, even last look look, look at last year, where literally you have two star tight ends and then guys at receiver. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Name name pick, your guy. Yeah. Like, name your guy. And and you know. Defenses know defensive coordinators know this right going into the game, and when you don't have a deep threat and you're you know intermediate throws dinking and dunking up the field with the tight ends, those those plays work a lot better if you have someone even if you don't hit on it, take a deep shot, keep the defense honest, right? Opens up the middle of the right. field for everybody, right? Because now you got two top tight ends. Right. You got a running back in Sanders who's a good receiver. Right. You, you swing him out right up the sideline, boom. And then, you know, you got, you know, you got Carson Wentz at that point now has options. He's got options, dude. And that's all we could ask for him. And it comes down to the, the offensive line needs to hold. And, like, the holder blocks. And receivers got to get down the field, stretch the field. I mean, they don't. It's it, it's got to be hard because it, now you know Rager's your best option at that point right right, right now and now he's hurt. Deshaun Jackson's now really your best option and they they seem to be limiting him. Where what happened to Greg Ward? Greg Ward's there somewhere. somewhere. I mean I mean yeah and Arthega Whiteside Arthega looks like Whiteside. the worst pick ever. Watching DK Metcalf in Seattle. Yeah that is, is it's it's nauseating. It's, it's nauseating. It's yeah. it's it's. it's it's sad. I mean, the drafts 
I mean, that's another thing. I mean, we didn't even get into the drafts. I mean, that's a huge part of it. Yeah, I mean, man. we have terrible two, history, I think, two dude. starters. Terrible. Like, I think two starters from the last, I don't know how many years of drafts. I mean, I mean, it's amazing. Can, uh, it's, anyone can guess these starters? Probably nobody. I think Sanders is the one. Uh, Sanders is one. And, and I think the other one... Um, was it Barnett? No. No. Well, they drafted Barnett. They Did they draft Barnett? I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, but even still, like, regardless of who... That, that's, that's awful. I right. mean, and... And Barnett's like you know subpar. Yeah, I, and he yeah. should. He, yeah, at this point, he's gonna. He is what he, he's. He is what he is. You you see his ceiling. It really comes down to like, from the Super Bowl season to now. Howie Roseman has been able to, you know, find guys off the street, patch up the raw, you know, the roster with duct tape, masking the fact that the past. At least, like, really going back almost 10 years of drafts yeah. have been misses. Right. I mean, you got Fletcher Cox. That was a good draft. Yep. Brandon Graham, on his back end of his career, ended up being a pretty solid player. Yeah. Early on, people were calling him an injury, you know, like, prone bust. Yeah, he had the injury. And then he bug. turned it around. Now he's, you know. But I can argue on that too. Like, right. a, besides well, a couple few plays by Brandon Graham, like, he he is, I think, very overhyped. Very I, overhyped. But my point is, and I, again, yeah. you're right, it's not saying that much in the grand scheme of things, right. but you got a guy that's, you know, had longevity. He, he helped, he was a big and part of the Super Bowl. He, he can make a play at right, a big time. Right, he made, so at least that I consider still a hit. Mm-hmm. Then you figure Ertz is a hit, Johnson's yeah. a hit. Other than that, man, it's like up in the air. The Goddard pick, I like. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he can play. And at that point, if you, it comes down to having to move Zach Ertz in the off season to spice up this roster a little bit, now now you feel a little bit better about doing that, right? Um, I think we should have did that this off season and made Goddard the guy. And like Alex, like you were saying, like, um, you know, use Goddard in a way that you would use a fullback and and really utilize this guy. You know what I mean? Um, he's a great blocker. Uh, he he has hands. You know, um, we we just I think right now those are our two stars on offense that we have. And Miles Sanders, three, our offensive weapon. So you can't double team three. I mean, you can you can in theory double team three guys. But if you double team all three, you know what I mean. Then Deshaun Jackson is going to be down the sideline. Titans fun because they don't have a cornerback on them. It's the linebackers. Right, so a lot of right. times the linebackers are slow. Sometimes so you got to get by. You should got her last week. I mean, he 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 ran right by Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. And and again, it came. I mean, it came that's down what I mean. To, it came down to an overthrow. And, but right. So, so that has to, I mean, Carson has to make them throws, but at the end of the day, those are your three playmakers and you got to force them to fucking rock. You know what I mean? You got to get creative with it. I mean, you're limited. You got to just come up with creative ways to get this offense into a rhythm and be competitive. Yeah. Just come out and like, 
establish some some tempo. I mean, yeah. the up tempo stuff seemed to work a little bit. And they go away from that. And they go right away from it. And I mean, it keeps again, it keeps the defense on their toes. Right. And it's that's you what know, you don't want. Don't want the defense knowing what you're doing the whole time. Right. You want to you want to keep them guessing. And I mean, I don't know. I I just really hope they they, they figure it out this week because we, like I said, we need a win. We need a win bad. Yeah, man. We got to get back in this division. I think a win will really, you know, at least right now, everybody can sit back and take a sigh, you know, breathe a sigh of relief. And if this, you know, if they win and. You know, it could be a catalyst to turn the thing around and win the division. But you know, right it, now it's got to start one right game now, at a time. Right now, it's got to start one game at a time. Exactly. And right now, they are in. You know, they have put everybody in this awful position of. Their backs up against the wall. Their backs right up now. against in the week wall. Three. And we don't even know if we can confidently say they can win against Cincinnati. When any other <laughs> year, I would, when any other <sighs> year, I would tell you absolutely. Fuck. Just get it done, man. Get it the fuck done, man. Go birds. Go birds. We'll be here Sunday in game. In game live streams. Doing Make sure analysis. to check that out. Um, drop by on our channel. Um, we'll probably be going live around twelve thirty. We'll do a little pre. Do a little pregame talk and yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get some uh, some good uh, some yeah know, like, predictions. Well, on what, the game what, there what, what we'll do is uh, we'll do like a like a uh, like a fantasy pregame along with like a little Eagles talk. Yeah, there you go. You know, I'm real big into fantasy, so um, my team's one and one this year. Let's um, go. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. And, uh, we got our special guest on with us too. Yeah, man, Justin from Cheer Up Dusty. He's gonna be joining the uh, the pod of Rooney for the uh, third time now, um, which is awesome, man. Um, you know, I, I always love. Yeah, when it's he's good. In it's studio. good to have our friends back. Hey, yeah, yeah, he's always yeah. fun to do yeah. shows with. Yeah, he's a funny guy, man. I like him. Yeah, man, and it's cool what he's got going, man. On uh, over at their podcast, um, over at Sea Panther Studios, uh, D Note Speakers. You yeah, know. that's a cool studio. Yeah. yeah, I liked it there. I was sick. Nice. Yeah, I was sick. Yeah, man. Um, you know, so shout out to them for 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 doing that. And yeah, so yeah, we'll be here Sunday doing that. Check us out twelve thirty live streaming. Um. I mean, I guess we can go right to our first topic is the games this Sunday. Um, and then I guess, I guess we can kind of break it down to see who, who you guys think is going to win. Maybe we could do this too. Um, since we did like a week one, so every every like little show we're doing, um, you know, we can kind of keep tally of like our record on the season. You know what I mean? All right. Cool. Yeah. So, all right, let's just go through the games. Um, you know, obviously this is video documented, so we could just go back and look at our picks and then write them down. All right, so where are we at here? All right, so Miami and Jaguars, that they played last, last night. Um, Horrible. I mean, it's a big... Wait, were Jaguars at home? Yeah. Yeah. So they had fans there? I don't know. I think the Jags. I think so. I yeah, think Jacksonville. There, yeah. That's so. Me and you had that that same question: why the Cleveland Cincinnati game was on last Thursday, it's and it just makes sense because there's wanna, fans. Yeah, the, the right. teams that have fans in the stands. They want to play the primetime games. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that that makes sense. Why ja- the Jacksonville is on a Thursday night game, but um, man, 
this game, dude, I didn't see this coming, but you got Houston at 0-2 rolling into Pittsburgh at 2-0, man. Um, you know, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh looks good. Um, I, I, I think, though, I mean, obviously you have Coach Mike Tomlin. Um, you got Coach Tomlin, and, you know, you got Big Ben, who is a proven winning quarterback in the league. He's back. He's healthy. He's back, healthy, ready to go. Um but I, I think the Steelers, you can poke holes in the Steelers, if you want my opinion. I think I yeah, think Houston can win this game. I think they're, they're an overrated 2-0. And, and not, not, not saying they're not a good team. I mean, in the AFC, they're always one of the consistent AFC teams. Um, but at, they're, they're an overrated 2-0. Um, the Texans really are struggling. And... Uh, Dude, getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins was that, fucking their, their everything. Their offense is just... Yeah. They just can't get anything going. I mean, um, hey, uh, if, if if it's any week to do it, man, you got to turn it around. But I don't know. Steelers have a great defense. They do. Um, they have a, they have a pretty solid defense. They got a great defense. They got a uh, you know obviously like I said with the with their offense with Big Ben Juju Smith, um, James Conner has proven to be a great running back. Um, you know, honestly, though, but like I said, I do have the Texans in this game. Um, you know, pro- pro- probably more of a low-scoring game, like a 23-16 final Houston, I'd say. If you guys okay. want to venture to give you your picks, maybe a score. Want me to go first? All right. Oh, man. This one's, see this? All right. So this one's a weird spot for me because it's like Texans are 0-2. Are they going to fall to 0-3? I don't know. I mean, are, is Pittsburgh really good enough to be Owen or be three and zero right now? I don't know. My head tells me Steelers. My gut's telling me go Texans. I'm gonna go with the Texans. In I might regret this pick, but I don't know. I'm gonna go the Texans. It's gonna be. Oh man, I'm gonna say. 27-20. 27-20 Texans. Mario's got the Texans. I got the Texans. Alex? Um, the better in me wants to take the Texans because I feel like it's a must win for them. But I, That's kind of how I did it, too. Yeah. The betting angle. Yeah. But I have no faith in Bill O'Brien, and he's None. the one that got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Right. So the Steelers, I although I agree with you guys that they're not like – the end all be all best team you you could poke holes in them i think they're going to take this one just because they're the much more competent team so i'll say 31 20 steelers 31 20 steelers nice alex um alex man uh you you play some uh some wagers on these games right yeah all right so if any games that we come across uh if you you got the spreads or anything yeah man yeah feel free to share with the betting public here yeah right right. no worries yeah so yeah let let us know what games you got um i mean obviously don't take professional gambling advice for us from us um but yeah three three schlubs in a basement (laughs) i I think i can give better advice than most fucking idiots well, yeah, we know we know our football. Don't get me wrong, but betting just in general is a dicey thing. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to be someone's financial or or betting yeah, don't advisor. Don't lean on me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, like a mush sometimes too. So, <laughs> how how so? Just like you just bad It doesn't make any sense. Like Miami beating Jacksonville. Like Jacksonville was the way better team, but 
you know, when everyone bets the one way, it all it never works out that it's way. It's that it's that Fitz magic, man. The did, beard. Did you take? Um, did you take <laughs> Jacksonville? Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah, they got smoked. All right, so that's one game Alex took. Um, all right, let's go back into the internet, shall we? So, all right, uh, Eagles, Bengals. Um, we'll wait to give a score on Sunday, yeah. but I will say, Eagles a must-win game. I'm going Birds. Yep. Yeah, Birds. birds. They birds can't lose the Bengals. Can't lose. Yeah. Got, got, can't go zero three. Yeah. Will Will Joe Burrow? Will this be Joe Burrow's first win oh as a pro? That, and watch, that, it would be against Philly too. This um, would, better. This would be not. the season that would happen. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, they better hope not for Carson Wentz's sake. Yeah. But no, I mean, I'm I'm gonna sit here, actually, a little more confidently than I thought I would be by saying I think they're gonna win this game. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I got, I, I got faith. I'm not ditching the Eagles yet. They've, I'm not. I'm not jumping off. Yeah, I'm not jumping ship yet. I mean, look, it's bad right now, but it's week three, and just see what happens. They couldn't have had a full practice year this year with COVID and everything. Like, I'm willing to give them some time to gel. I agree. But I yeah, we'll, we'll 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 give a uh, full in depth analysis yeah, and yeah. score ne- on Sunday. All right, so uh, next game up, we got the uh, brutal, the beaten down New York football Giants uh, at home. Losing Saquon. For Losing the Saquon for the season, but signing Devontae Freeman this Didn't past just week. Signed Devont- we almost signed Devontae We Freeman. almost signed Devontae Freeman. Yeah, that would have been lit. Because um, they could have yeah. threw, threw him the ball and but the I, West Coast offense. I think if we, would, if we get anybody, I mean, either a linebacker, lineman, or a wideout. I don't think we I'm need with any that. backs. I mean, I'm know. at the point now where I would, that would have been cool with it, but yeah. But if I would have, I would have been kind of pissed because I'd be like, dude, we could have been spending our money on someone who could be helping the team because we have a good backfield. If you know, we don't rely 100 the game plan on. I the agree. It definitely comes down to bolstering the offensive line and right. you know try to get Carson a couple more weapons you know on the outside. But so the Giants and the Niners. Um, now Jimmy G's hurt. Uh, Bashar Perryman's hurt. Is uh, it, Nick Bose is out for the year? Man, they're decimated so th- too. Dude, th- this is a this is a game between two you, very injured squads. Do you know the timetable for Jimmy G? Um, don't quote me on this. I feel like that's say like four weeks, four, maybe. Wow. Possibly. When we play San Francisco coming up soon. A couple weeks. So, I think we play San Fran because I believe we play Seattle, and then the Giants. I think I could be wrong about that. I know next week we play Seattle though. But um, I'm going to give a quick score on this one. Um, San Fran still has a better defense. Daniel Jones looks like he sees ghosts when he's throwing the ball. Um, they don't have any wide receivers out there. You know, I don't think Devontae Freeman is playing this week. Um, and even if he... I can't. They signed him midweek. I don't right, think he's Yeah, he's not play. playing. No so, way. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Niners here in a... In a uh, in a, in a little, I mean, tight game, 17-13. Giants will find a way to make it a tight game. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to kind of echo your sentiment with it. I mean, like, the Giants' offense is, you know, really limited. I mean, they don't have a lot of receivers. Um, Saquon, again, is out for the season. Daniel Jones really hasn't shown me anything that he's a franchise guy. Um, like you said, San Francisco's got a pretty good defense. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to take San Francisco, too. Um, close game, like you said. A lot of injuries really going to 
I mean, this one would have been a lot more lopsided, I think, had, you know, a, f- a full Niners team. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to say 28-13, 49ers. Mario's got 28-13, Niners. Alex? I'm going to. I think the Giants will be lucky to win three games this year, and this might be one of the games that they win, if they even win three. So I'm, this is going to be a shitty game, I think, and it's going to be 14-3 Giants. 14-3 wow. Giants. Wow. Okay. I like that. I like that too. Shaking it up a little bit. All right. Um, What we'll do is, since we, I mean, because if we go through every game, it might take us like three hours, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll stop it at the Vikings there. Well, what I was going to do is I was going to... Uh, all right, so you see these games, right? Yeah. Do you have anything on on these three games right here? Patriots, Raiders, Vikings, Titans, Browns. Yeah, yeah. Patriots, um, I think, are the lock of the week for sure. The Raiders yeah. have been playing great. They, I know, yeah, but man. just Derek Carr historically never pl- plays the Patriots good, and that's going to fuck them up. And the, I think the Patriots are going to win big, like 31-14. And, and I think even in the loss, like Cam Newton, I mean, last week, like put up for almost four hundred yards. Put up some serious numbers. And rushing like, and yeah, I mean, rushing and passing, he put and, up for yeah, over four hundred yards. And you know that added element of him rushing, I mean, it really gives New England a wrinkle in their offense they haven't had. I mean, right, twenty right. years with right. Tom Brady. Um, not that it hurt them in any way, <laughs> but um, again, I mean, it's it's crazy to think about. You know, we were all kind of. Oh, here we go. This this year's the year, you know, Brady's yeah. out of town. The Patriots yeah, they got Belichick. They're the Patriots crashed back not, down not, to earth and right now, I mean, they're they could easily have been 2 and 0. I mean, and they're playing good yeah, football. They're going to be nice again. They're still But but, but like you said, the Raiders, like you said, John, the Raiders are playing really well. Um but I I got New England too. I think I think they're going to turn around and bounce back this week. So just just uh, two quick things. Um, one, um, Tampa Bay and New England. After two weeks, they're both one and one. Just want to point that out there. Um, on the year that who's going to be better? Who's going to step up this year? Is it going to be Belichick? Is it going to be Brady? Who didn't need one another? After two weeks, they're uh, both five hundred. Um, Alex, so you said you had something on this game. I took the Patriots. Yeah. So you took the Patriots. Yeah. All right. So. Okay, and so you gave your reasoning for that. All right, um, yeah, I mean, for me, uh, I, I guess I'd have to say the same thing. And I mean, the Raiders are playing good, but like you said, man, um, it's Bill Belichick and the Patriots still have that same system. Derek Carr doesn't do well against that system. Um, yeah, like he's real bad. Like doesn't complete a pass for, for a long time. Couple picks, probably. Yeah. Yep, yep. Played uh, like four times. He's played them too. Yeah, yeah, quite a few times. Yeah. Um, all right, so the Vikings-Titans, uh, we'll do like a couple speed picks. Alex, if you have any of these games, just like let me know. What I game. got the Browns and uh, the, the football, team? football teams. I took the Browns just what? because the football team is so fucking bad. I think the Browns, they'll be lucky to get like four or five wins this year, and they'll this will be one of them. This is going to be the Browns. All right, yeah, I mean, I, I see that too. The Browns have, they do have talent. The, see, but the they thing is, like talent. I said, they have talent. Yeah. They have no coach or the GM, Browns, though. The Browns on paper, I mean, their offense is talented. They just, right. they just like, no a mess. scheme, nothing. Like, yeah. 
I'm starting to lose faith in Baker, and I thought I saw all the right things from him. Like, you know, not like he's perfect. And, but, and with Beckham, he's kind of a distraction over there. And he's like a non-factor, too. It's yeah. Like, dude, he's kind of been more of like a head case and distraction, yeah, like, dude, really, than, a, so than a factor. I mean... With your $18 million contract. Fuck out of here. Right. That, that game, I'm going to go Browns. But, I mean, I don't... That game's like a pick em to me, almost. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It shouldn't be. I mean, I think the Browns are a better team. It's just... You can't say it confidently because no. the organization blows. Um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Browns in this one um, as well. And then as an Eagles fan, I want them to win anyway. Right, right. We want, we <laughs> for want, our sake. <laughs> we want the Browns to win um, for our sake. Washington is 1-1 one one currently. So the Browns, yeah, man. And, and plus they're home. Technically, they do have a home field advantage with having, you know, 17,000 fans in the stands. But, hey, that's better than zero. So, you know, the yep, dog sure. the dog be- pound be- Better than pumping and crowd noise. <laughs> yeah, dude, absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, better but, than uh, pumping oh, crowd man, that dude, Ram- a lot of Rams-Bills, that's a good one. That's a good matchup. There. Dude, that is a, lot, a good one. A lot of coaches, by the way, uh, dude, they're, like, kind of pissed at the crowd noise and shit. They're like, yeah, man, like, we thought it was going to be, like, louder and shit. I heard it's but, like a it's like a hum, like a like a. They probably don't hear anything. Yeah, it's, it's well, they're used to it being like. <sighs> oh yeah, the twelfth man, bro. Yeah. Like, dude, that it, like, it that's reached, a big difference, right, dude? It reached so like. I mean, when you're when you're in a, when you're in an NFL stadium with eighty thousand people packed, packed, screaming, sold out. It's 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 nuts, man. Like it really is. Like I mean, I've been to many Eagles games in my lifetime. It's crazy. It's a it's yeah. a huge factor. I mean, right. when you're on offense and you know your quarterback's, you know, covering the ear holes on his helmet because he can't hear the calls. Can't hear the play. You're in, and then you're in their factor. head too. You're in their head. I mean, guys jumping off sides and you know, right? False starts and all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So man. it's 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 been weird. It's it's definitely been weird. Like even on the TV broadcast here and you know. What what sounds like like I said eighty thousand people, but it's it's nobody a, a pre recorded track <laughs> playing on a PA speaker. You know? It's weird, but um let's yeah. di- let's dive back into the internet, shall we? Yeah. All right, we're back in. All right, so this uh, Rams Bills game is pretty interesting, Alex. I would assume that you stayed away from this game. Yeah, I didn't take this game. Yeah, that's a that's but, a betting nightmare. If I did, I'd be taking the Rams though, just because I've seen some of their games and they look fucking good. So. Bills got a good D though. Yes, the Bills they have do. a great D. Josh Allen, I mean, he's stepping up. Yeah, he was uh, last year too. He looked yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, I think it's the Bills' division to lose this year. I was gonna say, year. I think this is the year where they could take that next step, take the throne down, win the division, and if they're gonna, you know, if they're gonna make a playoff run, it's gonna be this year. This year. Um, Quick picks around. Um, you say the Rams? Rams. I'll go uh, twenty-one, thirteen. 21-13 Rams. Oh, man. This is... Uh, it's home for the Bills. All right. I'm going to go Bills Mafia because they're at home. Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia brings it home. The non-existent... Uh, the capacity of zero at the game, <laughs> Bills Mafia. Um, but no, I'll, I'll go Buffalo. Um, damn. I'll say 31-27. 31-27 Buffalo. I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, 
I'm going to say watch out for, what's his name, TJ Jefferson? TJ Je- number 10 from the Rams? Oh, uh, shit. It's not yeah. Tyler Jefferson. It's TJ Jefferson. I right? think so, yeah. Yeah, he's going to have a breakout game, and Cooper Cup's going to go off for about nine catches. Uh, Rams 20, Bills 16. Um, let's dive back in the internet. We'll give you a couple more picks and then, uh, we got some shows coming up and, um, yeah, man, we could hit, I mean, this, uh, one topic we got, but anyway, um, anyone see any, all right, this is actually an important game right here. We could do this one. Uh, bears, Falcons, bears, another one like the Steelers, but I think a little more along the lines of lines of, um, just being not a real two and O team. And the Falcons, we all know what happened last week with the fucking Cowboys. Disgusting, nauseating, fucking pitiful. Pitiful. The Falcons 0-2. Uh, Julio looks like a shell of himself. Um, Calvin Ridley, though, has also stepped up for the Falcons. Matt Ryan, I mean, he's aging like, you know, not like a fine bottle of wine. So um, Yeah, they got a lot of problems. Yeah, man. Um, so, I mean, the Falcons have to, the Falcons have to find a way to win this game. Um, and I think they do this week against the Bears. Bears. Bears got a good defense, but. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so I'm going to go here. Uh, I'm going to go Falcons. I'm going to go Falcons. It's going to be, it's probably going to be a high scoring game. I'm going to say 31, 27 Falcons at home. Run it. I like that. I'm going to go, uh, I think the Falcons are going to steal this game. I think it's going to be because the Bears not well on offense. So, like, 17-7 Falcons, final score. 17-7 Falcons. I'll take the Falcons. Uh, to, to, man. I'll say 28-17. 28-17 Falcons. And then uh, th- this game is pretty big. We got the Cowboys-Seahawks, and then we'll do the uh, Sunday night-Monday night game. Um we got the Cowboys Seahawks at Seattle, twelfth man non-existent. Seahawks two and zero. Cowboys one and one. They're riding with some momentum, but Russell Wilson is the real deal. Let me say that again. Russell Wilson is the real deal. DK Metcalf, he is the next Calvin Johnson. Um, I said it. The Cowboys are riding on some momentum, but in hindsight, um. I don't think that in hindsight gonna, they should be 0 2. They should be 0 2. Right, exactly. Um, I don't see them getting past Seattle. Um, although, I mean, they have, I mean, Dallas is stacked on paper, but Seattle is a championship winning team. And I think Seattle gets the best of them this week. I think another, though, high scoring game because Dak Prescott is lighting it up. They do have Zeke. So I'm gonna say another high. I'm gonna say a high scoring game, like a 34, you know, like 34, 33, real close game. Final Seahawks. I like that that score. That's good. I got, I got. I think it'll be a shootout too. Um, like you said, I mean, obviously, you know, putting my Eagles fan bias aside, the Cowboys roster on paper's got weapons, and you know, um, but again, I mean, with Seattle, I just you, you can't go against Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's proven, you know, he's the safe bet. <laughs> yeah. And DK Metcalf, I mean, obviously it pains all of us to have to watch him 
completely dominate. Yeah. When, you know, Ortega Whiteside nowhere to be found. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to take Seattle too. I think it's going to be high scoring. Definitely, probably in the you know high 20s to the low 30s. Um, I'm going to take the Seahawks. 34 30. 34-30. Mario's got the Seahawks over the Cowboys. Alex, what you got? I don't think the Cowboys are good enough to beat the Seahawks, so 27-20 Seahawks. 27-20 Seahawks. Um, yeah, man. Both offenses, I mean, are, are hot. Um, but, yeah, we all got Seattle. We're all biased on that. Probably because we're Eagles fans, too. You know, yeah, it helps. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always gonna <laughs> pick, always gonna pick against Dallas. Pick with my heart. Um, Sunday night game, <laughs> we got Green Bay. This is a good one. Green Bay that two and zero at the New Orleans Saints, who are one and one, coming off a loss to the Raiders. Um, and the Packers down Devontae Adams. Um, but I mean, look at them, man. That's a great case of having nothing, but you have Aaron Rodgers, and that's a big difference. That's you know kind of I mean? been the Packers' mo the past few years. It's like we have Aaron Rodgers, and dude, he'll he is, get us. He'll he'll get us there. He <laughs> is the most, I think, undervalued and almost underrated quarterback in the NFL. Um, year in and year out, this guy puts the team on his back, literally, and carries them to a playoff run. You know what I mean? With nobody, you Nothing. know. And I mean. And you said the Saints last week, I mean, you know, showed a little chink in the armor, maybe. Um, yeah. we'll, well see. It, it's big. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, Devontae's out and Michael Thomas, I don't know if he's playing this week. He didn't play last yeah. week. How how long's Adams out for? Um, I think oh, Adams yeah. is out for a couple weeks. Yeah, at least yeah. two to that, four. That'll that'll that's a big loss for sure. Yeah. Um for them. But um Damn. Yeah, man. I, I got the Saints bouncing back here. Um, I, I don't think... I just... I see their offense really just with, like, Kamara and, you know, Drew Brees still doing it at this age. I mean... What, what's the deal with... Um, Receiver Thomas too, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, yeah, he was hurt. He didn't play he's, last week. He's hurt week. too, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if he's so, playing this week. Yeah, I don't that, have the, that's that's again that's for them's a big loss. Right. Um, that's but, Drew Brees' favorite weapon. Yeah, I mean, um, two, Packers are two and zero. Oh, they're going on the road. Uh, yeah, I got the Saints again in a close game. I'll say, ooh. Mario, deep in thought. I'm thinking, I'm thinking man. 27-24. Win it by a field goal. 27-24. Win it on a field goal. Last drive of the game. I, I, Book it. I think the uh, Saints are the much better team in this scenario. But I also think that Aaron Rodgers is butthurt that they drafted his replacement this year. They so did. he's he's going to have a, like a 15-1 and one or 14-2. and two, like a revenge tour. Crazy psych. Because that's how he is. He's a crazy psycho. 
and the Packers aren't even that good, but I just think Aaron Rodgers he's, is just going to make sure they single-handedly. He's sitting there going, nah, no, yeah. no, no, no. I saw what you guys did with Brett Favre. I'm not going to be that. Yeah. I'm not that guy. <laughs> and he's I, a lot more like Brett Favre's like a man's man. Aaron Rodgers is a soft bitch, dude. Like, he can't take that. That's <laughs> yeah. why he's crazy as fuck like that. Absolutely, dude. Um, yeah, man. Wow, uh, look at that Monday night game. Well, all right, let me get to my pick. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, go ahead, man. I oh, I didn't say my score. I don't uh, want to take you guys' score. Yeah, 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 yeah. 49-30. Ooh, 49-30. Yeah, I like that score. Eight touchdowns. I like that fucking score, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's you a th- lot. Big scoring. You think eight touchdowns? Well, Rogers. S- He's going to go off. Seven, right? Seven, yeah. Seven, yeah. My bad. Okay. Wow. Um, He's gonna have a Nick Foles in Oakland, Nick Foles a la twenty, with a thirteen, a Nick Foles a la twenty thirteen, twenty seven touchdown, seven touchdown against the Raiders. Yeah, man, against the Raiders. Um, I like that score. I am gonna go Green Bay as well in a high game, thirty eight to twenty seven. I think Breeze. I mean. Breeze can only do so much right now. I I think his arm isn't obviously what it used to be. Um, you know, people are ready for Kamara, and Kamara's still a beast. Don't get me wrong, but people are ready for that now. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if Michael Thomas plays. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys can look up if uh, Michael Thomas is playing or. Anyway. I know Devontae Adams is out, but I could pull it up real quick for <clears throat> for both teams right now. You know, they're, I think, number one and number two as far as receivers. You know what I mean? Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams. So not having them is kind of like they're on neutral ground. I think Alvin Kamara is slightly better than Aaron Jones, although Aaron Jones has stepped up the last, you know, two, three years and has been nothing short than a monster. He's, 19 yeah, touchdowns yeah, so he's last been, year. He's been phenomenal. I mean, right. they got a, they got a, definitely got it back. Right. Let's see here. Um, but yeah, so given that both number ones are out, I would give that game to Green Bay. So yeah, so with Devontae Adams, it says here that I'm reading. Um, no, I know Adams is out. But yeah, he's, he's he's doubtful. Uh, Michael Thomas. Let's see if I can get any information here. Oh man. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, yeah, Green Bay is gonna be a problem. It, Overall, I think if I'm doing a a quick prediction to the NFC Championship game, I'm looking at Green Bay Seattle NFC Championship game. Honestly. All right, uh fuck Michael Thomas. We don't need him. Fuck On him. Monday night, we got the biggest game probably of the week is Kansas City and Baltimore. Yeah, that's a marquee of a Monday night game, man. Yes, that is a tune-in factor, nonetheless. Uh, you know, you got f- high Patty flying. Patty Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson facing off. Um, what? Two and O versus two and O. To who? Who uh, won last year? The Chiefs won last year. They beat them in the uh, championship game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is a rematch from that game. Uh, Chiefs 2-0, Mario, like you said, Ravens 2-0, both coming in hot, man. Both coming in look like they cannot be stopped. Um, it's a clash of the AFC. Yeah, although the Chiefs had a, a pretty rough game last week. I mean, they, well, not rough, but, the, you know, the Chargers played them pretty well. And the Chargers were at, without Tyrod Taylor. Um, but in this scenario, 
I'm going to go with Baltimore. I think Baltimore overall is the better defense. Uh, they have the better offensive scheme right now. Um, the Chiefs probably have better overall positional players as far as wideouts and speed at the at those position, you know, at those positions, running backs, and um, you know, they they have it all. But the Chiefs fall short a little bit on defense and a little bit on scheme, and that's where the Ravens pick up. They pick up for defense. They know how to run an offense. Um, John Harbaugh, you know, is or Jim? No, it's John, right? Yeah, it's John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh knows how to run an offense. He is a um, Super Bowl winning coach. So I'm going to give this is another one, man. A lot of shootouts this week. I'm going to give the Ravens 34 and the Chiefs 28. Mario, what you got? I'm, you know what? I'm going to say fuck it. I'm going to throw caution to the wind. And I agree. I like, I think the Ravens. Um, Right now, offensively, are just clicking. And I think, you know, last year was the, you know, it was it was the Chiefs, you know, making that run and, you know, coming off a Super Bowl. They're still going to be one of the top teams in the AFC. Patrick Mahomes isn't going anywhere anytime soon. No. Um, $500 million. Yeah, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, but, um, no, you know what? I think Lamar and the Ravens pull it off. Yeah. I'm going to also say it's going to be high scoring. Um, I am going to go. The Ravens are going to put up. Ooh. It'll be like a 34-27 like type deal. 34-27? Yeah, that's good. I feel good in that number. Nice. I feel good in that score. Alex, what you got? I don't think the uh, Chiefs can stop Lamar Jackson, so I'm going to go 28-23 Ravens. So we're all uh, Ravens fans here. We're not Ravens fans, but we all got the Ravens as we get. So, um, you know, after, you know, this year, we'll have to go back on the episodes and, uh, you know, take a look at our picks and see where we all rank up. Um, Yeah, man. So, you know, that should be interesting to watch. Um. Yeah, I mean, we'll be back here Sunday doing a live stream. Um, we have two shows coming up, too. We have a live event, October 17th. That's, uh, you know, Maze Landing, the water hole, watering hole, right? Yep, the uh, watering hole, Maze Landing. It's the uh, Elephant Talk Indie Music Awards. We'll be playing on the outside stage. Yeah, that's going to be sick, man. You know, um, first, you know, time in a while. Well, not in a while. I mean, we, we've seemed to, you know, been keeping up through all this playing shows man and uh but this is just going to be like you know how we should be playing shows right i mean this is kind of this is one of those places where if there was no covid i mean we'd, 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 we'd be there tonight we'd be there all the time yeah 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 man it's uh it, it's pretty bizarre um you know i'm looking forward to to getting at it though and to you know fucking give the people what the fucking they want man you know what i'm saying it's fucking yeah Dude, yeah. Just yeah. give them what they want. Give them what the fuck. Get out there want. and play, and and do it safely. And we're gonna do it safely. There's all the precautions in place. Yeah. Um. You know, everybody's gonna have masks, so we'll be we'll, we'll be all right. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, man. Um. I think we're bringing uh, like watering guns, water guns, 
Why do I always say watering guns? Water guns. Watering hole. Watering water that's guns. What, that's what I get fucked Because you're watering up. the garden with it, dude. Well, we're going to bring it with, uh, with and put like Purell and like Germex in it and shit like that. And just start squirting people nice. if they get too close. So um, back up. Yeah, so back the fuck up. Um, yeah, man. Fucking dude. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And then the following weekend, we have a Bella Strong uh, online music festival. My dog seems to want to bark right now, which is awesome. Um, I wonder if someone's trying to uh, come in because he usually doesn't bark. Lies. What did, what did you have? There. Was there a surprise guest outside waiting to come in? <laughs> surprise guest. No, but then, yeah, bro, the following weekend, uh, October 23rd, there is a live stream event, Bella Strong. Um, you can go on to our Facebook, Instagram page, Twitter, uh, all the above. Uh, I'll post a link on this description on how you can get and donate and help out a good cause. Um, you know, I think this is the last show uh, Jerry's throwing for the rest of the year, I'm pretty sure. Because he wasn't even going to throw this one, he said. Yeah, yeah th- this is obviously um, special circumstances that he's doing this one. Um, but yeah, he this this that, that'll be his last show for the year for 2020. Right, right. Which is unfortunate, man. Um you know, going back like full circle to how we started tonight as a cover type of little thing, cover stream. Impromptu boredom. <laughs> yeah, but fucking we might have to, uh, you know, maybe have to learn a whole cover fucking set, man. Like just like, I don't know, thinking out loud. You know Do what some I mean? bar gigs. I mean, shit, dude, whatever the fuck it takes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, today with COVID, like... Really, they're like the only. If you think about it, I mean, if you're a cover band, you're playing you're, shows. You're okay. You're you're playing. <laughs> you're playing shows right now. Bars are opening back up. People just want to go and have a beer, and they happen to, uh, happen to catch you playing. I don't know. Like earlier, we were playing a Green Day cover. They happen to walk by and they hear you playing a Green Day cover, and it's like, oh, cool. But they're not there to see you. You know what I mean? Like exactly. they're there to grab a beer. But I'm glad you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause no, because like that—that's the god honest truth, man. It's like they're there to just, you know, music is just a bonus at that point. Where it's like, you know, where people come out to. And I mean, don't get me wrong, there are some good cover bands out there, but sure, for I'm the, sure for the majority, there's no knocking it. It's just, no. it's it's a different thing. I mean, right. it's it's right. more of like you said, it's more for in the background. You know, it's part of the aesthetic of the bar rather than it is the focal point of why you're there. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, so, I mean, w- as opposed to where, you know, people buy tickets to local events or even bigger events. But for the foresee- foreseeable future, man, um, it pains me to say this, but streaming is going to be, you know, I guess the way of the... Uh, of the, t- the of lay this, of the land. Of this next so couple yeah. fucking months, man. I don't know. Fuck. I well... Mean, all the hope is that, you know, 2021, we can get back to doing nah. our thing. We'll see. 14 days to stop the spread, man. It's seven months later. Fuck. But it has been a long, a, lo- a long, but a short time. Right. At the same time. Right. And then, you know, like you said, you said a couple times on multiple different episodes of the show um you know we're just grateful to have 
this as, you know, our little outlet in a time where, you know, you have to do digital content, you know, you have to socially distance. We we're lucky enough to have, you know, something that we can, a platform that we can, you know, continue to do things, you know, almost seamlessly. Yeah. There's a bunch. Compared to other people, you know, it's unfortunate. I mean, it's, it's, you know, entertainment business, man. It's, it's just taking a hit. It's uh, eat or be eaten. Um, it's a good way to ex- put it, man. And especially now, dude, you know, um, I don't know. It's because uh, every time, like I said, I, I have said it, man, you know, multiple times. But at the end of the day, man, it's like, you know, what we've talked about before. And, you know, having the shift to be not, you know, not that we're, we're not musicians because we do hold up and play practice and and getting that we're in the studio you know and so on and so forth but you know having to turn around and like kind of do like a slight pivot or kind of a major pivot and become quote-unquote content creators and how can we have the best content and how can we up our game and stay ahead of the fucking thing you know what i mean or you know because it's like if not someone's gonna come in and fucking somebody's gonna do it somebody's right right. right and and you know, the fact that we've managed to kind of, you know, grow, you know, our band as this, you know, this brand where it's got offshoots that, you know, can also kind of help it grow and grow simultaneously with it. Like it's, it's been cool to watch. Like our podcast is really, you know is this offshoot of the band and something that we wanted to keep doing, like you said, to be a content recruit, a content creator and, you know, to build, you know, to try to build, you know, content that people want to watch. And we've managed to take it and with, with, you know, with the music, with the music videos, you know, doing the live streams, it's all working together to grow the brand, like the win by two brand, the in the paint brand, like they're, it's cool to watch. Yeah, I mean, man. it's it's been fun. I mean, it's really taken something that's kind of, you know, had everybody down and kind of really fucked up everything for everybody. And we've kind of taken the silver lining and just kind of ran with it. Yeah, man. And, you know. Well, you, me- yeah. you remember back in the day, dude, fucking like starting a band and what that meant in that particular time when there was... VFW shows and Skaters Choice shows and a local scene, yeah. And a local the, local, scene. the local scene here was jumping. It's pretty, pretty good. Sick. Yeah, it was, it yeah, was sick. It was awesome. I mean, and that's why you're we right. Do, I mean, that's why we want to do this. Right. The but whole reason why you know anymore. when you're in your bedroom in high school trying to learn guitar or drums or sing or whatever you're doing, like you would have started a band. Like ten, you know, back then it was, you know, I want to play all these places, and now it's like. You know, I'll post my video wanna, on now, YouTube. Now I want to be able to live stream my set yeah. <laughs> this and, week. You right. know, it's like, but it's crazy, man. Like, it, you know, like, like I said, you know, when we were starting a band, you know, Alex, you know, back in the day, like when we first started the, you know, whatever bands we started, fucking, and I'm sure you can attest to this too. Like, it's a complete different thing if someone is trying to start a band or getting a band off, you know, the ground for the very first time. Right. Now, man. Like, that is a tough fucking thing. Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
it's 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 funny because it's like a double-edged sword it's like it's good because you can you can build your following digitally with your content and like if you put out good music videos you you know you, you do live stream shows you constantly come up with content that's interesting and engaging with people but then on the flip side of that it's hard because you know that whole element of seeing a band live and that personal connection it's taken away it's completely taken away and you're left to kind of fend for yourself in a market that's flooded with bands doing the same thing i mean yeah you know we're in the grand scheme of in the grand scheme of things us and win by two were one band in this endless sea of bands on spotify and youtube and Facebook and Instagram, yeah, it gets all pretty- trying to do the same thing, and the only way to get the only way to get through that, you know, I mean, luckily for us, we've already kind of established ourselves as a live band as well as you know a studio band, and a, you a know, live stream band, and a, and a, yeah, and a live stream band, Jesus and like con- as man. content creators. But um, like if you don't if you don't have good content, well, now you already lost the element of playing live. Yeah. So if you're not engaging through your content, you're going to fall by the wayside quick. Yeah, man. Really quick. And I mean, again, like a, like with, with, a, with an industry that's so oversaturated with bands up and coming all the time, you got to try to stay one step ahead of them and as best as possible, make yourself stand out. Yeah, man, you touched on it right there, dude. Um, you know, that's that was the whole primary object objective going into this was never. Well, first, the, the 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 objective was always to make great music, have fun doing it. It was never to do this. But then, when circumstances unfolded, and you know, like that was the option moving forward when we knew like. You know, the local scene was going to be put on pause for a little bit, man. And, you know, that's, you know, why, you know, there's a whole bunch of other shit we've been in the mix of. And we wouldn't normally be doing, but it's kind of, it, like you said, it, it works both ways. Yeah, and I mean, like, and, and and to go off of that, it's kind of fun. Like, we've been able to kind of do some passion projects that, yeah. you know, normally we wouldn't even have the time to do. Exactly. I mean, I, I've wanted to do a podcast for, for years now. And yeah before when i would have never had time to do this now right. it's become a part of my weekly schedule it's, yeah. it's, it's fun i mean it's cool yeah, and man. like even musically we've been able to kind of step back and go okay all we have now is time let's just I think we wrote a song about that too i think we wrote a, we definitely did yeah <laughs> yep if you haven't heard that one already it's been out for go, a little bit go check it out it's on spotify it's called time on my hands you can find it anywhere but yeah good time but yeah man like all we have is time to just write the best material, come up with the best ideas for content, for merch, for promotion, for setting ourselves up to where, you know, when that day comes that, you know, we can, you know, hopefully get back to playing shows and everything goes back to normal. I mean, we set ourselves up to where we're not missing a beat in, yeah. in between. The time in between, we're not stuck you know, falling by the wayside because of COVID. And I mean, it's, it's tough because like, you know, 
a lot of bands, unfortunately for them, you know, they may not have the means to keep, you know, to keep their normal schedules they've had before COVID or, you know, they a may not have the resources. Have a lot of bands have. And, and it's tough. I mean, yeah. it's, and it's unfortunate. And like, you know, I'm just grateful that we're not in that situation. I mean, yeah. we're just lucky that, you know, you, you spent the whole summer putting this whole studio together and, you yeah, know, man, but I mean, uh, yes, you know, we've, but we, it, we've been doing this podcast together and like, you know, we've all been writing great materials, you know, with the band and like, it's it's fortunate. I'm just really yeah. you know we're just lucky. See, you can you could bring a fr- a fish to water or a horse to water rather, but you can't make them drink it. So it's like, um, you know, this is something that I always over the years loved doing was having a recording studio. But taking it one step further and doing podcasts and doing content, man, that's something you know completely new. Um, but something like you said, man, it's like something I always wanted to get into and would never have the time to do that in, in the first place. You know what I mean? So it, it, if it wasn't COVID, so, you know, if it wasn't for COVID rather, but I mean, I, I, I don't know, man, it's, I, I, I think we should take a poll on that. Like, would people rather be, I mean, if there was no lockdown, let's say, would people rather be, you know, in this kind of, you know, local scene that we call the local scene now or how it was, you know, benefit. Cause there's, there's benefits from probably both and there's sure. negatives from probably both. Sure. Yeah. You there's definitely I mean? pros and cons to each. I mean, if you're someone that spends a lot of their time indoors or spends a lot of time, maybe, you know, on social media and constantly keeping up to date with the world through, you know, your many devices that we have nowadays. Um, you, you may like, the way it is today because you have you know you you know you may not have the time or the means or whatever to go to shows all the time and hey you know oh cool win by two streaming friday i'm gonna go you know check that out on youtube but on the flip side of that you know the scene the way it was before like you said there's vfw halls and every weekend skaters choice hockey rink was packed and like yeah every fucking oh man every fucking little bar there's bands playing everywhere and like you know that's personally what i miss and maybe maybe we're just getting older now but like we're not that fucking old man. no i mean we're only i mean we're young yeah yeah we're not well, I'm just trying to think of it on the grand scheme of things, man. You you but you put anyone in in this position, and it's the same thing because everyone says it too. That like it really doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, like you know, the younger generations, like they don't know what the local scene was. They only remember what it was like the last couple of years or whatever. But like people, you know, our age bracket, we remember full and clearly, and it's just sure anybody that's like. Mid to late twenties to early to mid thirties, that that's how it was. Yeah, when we were all you know that age, it was just there was like I you can go to a show every every weekend there were shows. I mean Brad shows, he used to throw shows every every weekend. They're packed. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's tough because you know. You want to you want to get back to that like that because like we've talked about it at nauseum at this point. I mean, playing these live streams is fun, but at the end of the day, you're playing in front of the camera, and I mean, you're not 
you're not there face to face with you know your fans and like people that come to the show. You're not sweating on anybody, you're, right? You're not. You know, it's just you don't have that personal connection and yeah. like. Um, that's really what I miss the most. I mean, it's it's something that I really hope at the end of the day when COVID's you know goes away and like we can get back to shows like people really want to you know they're starving to get back out there and see a concert. That's dude. That's I'm what hoping the they fuck come I out. Hope for, I'm hoping dude. they come out and just everyone. You know, you know, the local scene just comes back at least for the time being. Yeah, it has like a you know a, a rebirth and kind of a a growth. Yeah, I mean that'd be nice. I mean that'd be really nice to see because it's 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 been quite a few years since there's been like a solid local scene around here. Yeah, for music. Yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. And like you said, dude. I hope that people are starving to come back out, man. You know, like, I don't yeah. know, bro. I, I don't know what the fucking answer but is because every time say. I've I've been on here accumulating answers and trying to do this shit in real time. And, you know, it's like as soon as you form one idea of what, like, how you think it's going to be, it's like it takes a left turn and then it just you you don't know what the fuck man it's yeah like, i mean know? this is we're we're living in these times that really are these unprecedented times that we, you know we're all experiencing probably for, you know all of us for the first time ever like we have never yeah, had everybody. anything like this yeah. happen to us in our lifetime and we're all just trying to kind of navigate it together and you know day to day you don't know where you stand with it and just hopefully Hopefully, if the projections are close, if not on, then we'll be, you know, hopefully by next year we'll be back, but we'll see. Yeah. And, um, but I did see a funny meme the other day, man. It was like, it was like everybody saying today how they miss shows. Yeah. But six months ago, sorry, I couldn't make the show. I had to fold the dishes. I had to fold the dishes. <laughs> I seen that one. I said, too, you man. know, if that isn't the most accurate it's depiction facts, of man. the local scene yep. over the past few years, I mean, that's another thing that's been disappointing, and I really hope because of the circumstances, as unfortunate as they are, kind of become the springboard to that changing, kind of become like this like turning point where everyone's like, listen, like, you know, we took this for granted for so long. Yeah. That, you know, shit, your, your show's only five bucks, ten yeah. bucks. There's how many bands? Oh, sweet, dude. Hell yeah. Like. I'm really hoping that that's how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, without that, man, I mean, like you said, dude, the local scene hasn't been the same <laughs> Look, in that long. We've been, we've been playing socially distanced shows for years. For years. Cut us a this, fucking break. This isn't. Cut us a fucking break. <laughs> yeah, really, at the grand uh, scheme of things, this isn't really anything new, man. Um, it's, like, it's, like, it's like rehearsing in different... Different locations. Yeah, ain't no band want to be near the crowd. Anyway. Yeah, I mean. gross. No, man. Um, yeah, it's, it, I don't know. The the local scene, I don't know, man. I don't know, like, when it weren't. See, like, the thing is, man, like, the bands, like, you know, the bigger bands, like, you know, me and you have talked about, like, they're going to be all right. You know what I mean? They're, sure. They're I mean, fine. They're, they're chilling. They're not hurting. Their, their tours got comfortably pushed back to next Com year. And, well, no. Well, the first they got pushed back comfortably to, like, the fall. And then they right. got pushed back again. And, so it's like, and, you know, they're sitting in their mansion while the PR and the label 
you know, the PR department, the label are taking care of them. They're okay. Right. Content. It's, it's, they have editors come right to their house. It's houses. us that we're our own crew and yeah, you're <laughs> literally wa- crew. you're literally looking at a uh, three man crew right now. Yeah, Me, I mean we we, we Alex, you're, Mario, we got you know we're kind of running a production company up yeah. in hand. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Fuck a PR agency. I mean, we're, yeah, we do it all. I mean, and and those you know it's hard. Right. It's it's hard for us having to grind and like the other local bands have to grind. Um, and you know, money's tight. Hell, we all work day jobs. We can't, you know, unfortunately can't do this for a living right now. Yeah, um, man. you know, it's hard. Like, you know, we're doing the best we can. And like I said, I'm, I really am glad that like, we're really doing the best we can and maximizing. Yeah. Because if, if for at nothing else, man, like we've maximized our time. Exactly. I mean, in layman's terms, we've. Maximized every minute we've been. We can't look back here. on the situation and say we didn't at least fucking go for it and try. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's we, what you got to look we at. We took our shot, and it's luckily it's been working out. Yeah, and then, you know, shout out to you know everybody that's been kind of following this thing grow from day one. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you know, it, it's it's those people that you know were we continue to do this you know what i mean um you know and like i said man the so the the one post i had made the other day kind of following up on your post was the uh once 1000 subs on youtube i will do we will do a giveaway it's probably going to be some type of merch giveaway um coming up but we'll (laughs) see we got some merch in the works um, it's been a great talk, man. Um, I appreciate it as always. I love when we get get together and we get the bullshit with each other and fucking, you know, just yeah, see, dude. checking in on each it's, other. It's, man. You it's know always I mean? a good time, man. It's always a great conversation. Like you said, it's just a, all of us chilling here talking, man. It's fun. Yeah. Thanks again for having me on. And Anytime, man. Looking forward to Sunday's Eagles podcast, man. Let's go birds. Thanks for checking out the In the Paint podcast. Swag. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Swag. So you can check us out. out. We're, we're, uh, we're in uh, the Watering Hole Maze Landing, October 17th. Swear. You can check us out there. Uh, I believe you can get tickets at the door. Um, we also, Bella Strong Music Online Music Festival is October 23rd. We are going on at 9 o'clock. You can check us out there uh, wherever you stream anything. Facebook. or I think we're going uh, live on YouTube. So I believe this will be coming live. And it'll probably YouTube. get shared to Facebook too. So and it'll, it'll, it'll be on there. It'll right. be on both. Right. So those are the two dates we got coming up. Uh, live stream Sunday. Me, you, Justin, on the Eagles game. Alex, if you're available and around, you are more than welcome to join the stream. But oh, I just might be there. Sick. Watch some Eagles. Get some beer with your bros. Fuck yeah. Um, smoke some Marlboro Menthols, the good kind. That's right. Um, yeah, man. But uh, Mario, Another thanks. Newports. John, always appreciate, a pleasure, man. Appreciate you, Mario. Alex. Have a good out. have a good night, everyone. It's been another episode. God oh. bless you, world. Good night, everybody. I'm gonna leave him on that outro of the Avengers. <laughs>